one championship featherweight king martin nguyen what's going on man uh it's good to get you back on here it's uh it's been a minute definitely been a minute man it's good to be back and chatting to you man what's been happening with you hey man you know same as everybody else hold up in the in the bunker in the fort huh (laughs) (laughs) in the woods uh let's get right into it you know you went through two training camps no fight you know everything's out of your hands you can't control it was it more frustrating for you or was it more disappointing for you where when everything got canceled yeah um it is disappointing but you know what um always as i said i mean i always take the positive out of it and um like just rethink the whole camp of what what happened and you know always think that i that i got better um each time you know i'm not getting beat up as much in training camp so um always take the positive out of it man so what were some of the things that you got to work on in those two camps? Because there must have been a lot of things you add to your arsenal, right, throughout those camps with, with the coaches and, and, and the training partners that you have down in Florida. Talk about some of the things that you've been, uh, you've been doing with them. Yeah, definitely. Um, as you know, I try, we train with Henry Hoof. Um, my, my kickboxing has been sharpened up dramatically. Um, Worked a lot on my wrestling because at the start, obviously, I thought I'll be fighting um, Gary Tonin. <clears throat> so we worked a lot on our wrestling and um, submission defense uh, and just takedown defense in general. And then, um, yeah, once the fight changed up from there, we picked up a lot of strength work and strength, condi- strength and conditioning work, agility, speed, explosiveness. Um, and, yeah, just w- utilize all of that with the, with the kickboxing that Henry produces, man, it's just a completely different fighter. Open, open my eyes up to you know different um, angles and you know, different types of fighting and all that type of stuff. No. You you got stronger. You're already Jack before you even went to Florida. <laughs> yeah, so um, I I did like a mini pre camp, like a three week camp. So I didn't wasn't so out of shape when I went there. Um, and yeah, I just I, I just felt much stronger um, already and already fit. Like I was I was already pumping out eight rounds here, um, even when sparring. So. Um, I made sure that my cardio was on point and strength-wise, I was on point as well. So, um, you know, I, I was kind of lucky because this camp, um, you know, knock on wood, I didn't have any um, injuries and I won't have any other injuries um, going into the next camp. All right. Well, you were in Florida. You left Florida, went back to Australia, your home country. The UFC is going to put on shows in Florida. Do you think, like, fighters are, are risking themselves by going out there and fighting? Do you think the UFC's doing doing something very risky right now look is that is that in front of a crowd no no crowd oh, so it's, it's closed doors yeah look at yeah. the end of the day <clears throat> all the fighters that that are fighting on that card have been training for at least the last eight weeks mm-hmm. so if they were going to get it they would have got it by now so um at the end of the day man they, they're training in the same environment same type of people i know one thing catches but if they're clean clean enough and they're smart enough um They'll, they'll usually clean themselves before and after training. So, um, look, good on them. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, after this event passes through, a lot of a lot of other companies and events will start to to happen. And you know, this is just you'll see. You've just taken the first step and the first initiative to you know um, get the ball rolling. So, good on them. Yeah, it's almost like when you were a kid. And everybody's afraid to do something. And then there was always that one kid. Then UFC is that one kid that's going to try it first. Exactly. And then they've after... done it. And now it, it all, of, all of a sudden becomes a thing. And then after that thing happens, then it's, it's all back to normal, man. Life will just move on. 
you know, it's just a phase. There's a hard time at the moment where no one can watch live sports and, you know, people are suffering out there because, you know, this is a full-time job for people, you know. Um, I'm fortunate enough um, that I get looked after. So, um, man, if uh, thinking back three three years ago when I didn't have the title, um, if this had happened then, I would have been struggle street big time. Honestly, man, I would probably have to sell myself or nah, I'm joking, man. Um, like, yeah, you know, I would have to go back to full-time work again or, you know, it's it's just, it's a hard, people are suffering out there, man, so. Yeah, I remember those days. I remember one interview you did after you won the title and you were doing the interview from your job at your office. Yeah, man, like, after I won that um, second title, that three days later, I was back at work. Yeah. I was yeah. walking around the counter and doing doing my thing again, you know. Um, before I went into full-time fighting, my job um, in the mechanical industry was um, was my main priority. So if I had to choose, I would have chose the job before mixed martial arts. But um, you know what? In a way, like, I wasn't happy. And when I chose to fight full-time and, you know, it just opened up new doors and, you know, it's just – it just made me happy. I, I, I can wake up every day knowing that yeah, I'm, I'm happy going to, to going to work, you know, so it was a good step. What is the communication like with you in uh, one championship? Because it seems like it's changing every day, the situation. And, and it's not just like you're everybody's in one country. You're in Australia and Asia. Asia has so many different countries, too. Yes. Yeah, so as of right, as of now, this minute, um, I know that um, a lot of parts in Asia or basically the whole part of Asia is in lockdown. So, and that's basically Australia as well. Every country is in lockdown to an extent where, um, you know, no one can leave or come through. So um, I think that gives, that, that gives you a good advantage because, um, you know, uh, domestically you can still fly. There's a lot of um, flights being canceled. I know for a fact, but um, you can still fly from state to state. And um, yeah, moves from state to state. And with with UFC being obviously in America, all I got to do is just get local fighters on the show, right? They don't really have to fly anyone in. Um, so in terms of one championship, it's just more of the fact that where we it's a waiting game, really. It is a waiting game. We got to wait until the travel ban is lifted. As soon as I know that that travel ban is lifted, where I can leave Australia, then I'll be going straight back to Florida and continuing camp. Definitely. Well, in you know, in some of the Asian countries, I know for sure in Korea, they just started having baseball games uh, televised. And and what's crazy about it is they're showing the Korean uh, pro baseball on ESPN in the States because there's no sports on TV. So (laughs) the people are watching it. And then um, in Japan, I think at the end of the month, they're going to have some MMA shows and they've been having... MMA shows here and there, but Japan, I think, at the end of this month. So it looks bright, you know what I mean? And I looked on the uh, One Championship website, and the next show is June 5th in Jakarta. Do you see yourself on that card if possibly they make that a, a go, like they give you the go? Man, I'm ready, man. Like, I'm, I'm already – like, since being coming back from um, the U.S., I was 155. Maximum, I was 156 over there, and that's what I fight at. Maybe at the moment I'll probably be about worst case 158 to 160, and um, and if they tell me and they give me good enough notice, then um, you know I'm always I'm always down to fight, um, providing my opponent will be ready as well. So we'll go from there. Vietnam, they legalized MMA. I heard that maybe a month ago or so. Um, it's huge news for you because now you can go and fight 
for the title. You could main event. There's so much opportunity right there, possibilities. Um, I guess like if they do have a show planned for the next couple of months, you're a lock, right? It's like you gotta be on that thing. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta really put my priorities aside and pick Vietnam. I'm fighting in Vietnam as a as a main priority. It's always been a dream of mine. Um, I, I have a huge amount of fans over there. Um, I have a huge amount of family over there as well. And you know what? Like I do have a lot of family here in Australia, but fighting in Vietnam and fighting in Australia has always been my goal um, since making one championship. And now that we are semi semi on the borderline of it actually happening, um, I'm so excited, man. And you know what? I want to, I really want to showcase how much um, Vietnam martial arts has, um, Vietnamese martial arts and martial artists have um, <clears throat> evolved, man. And you know what? what? What better way to do it than putting two top Vietnamese people up against each other and both into the world that, you know, we run the world basically. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, the the fight that you were supposed to have last year was against Christian Lee. Of course, everybody knows the story that fell out because of Christian taking the the lightweight Grand Prix position and winning it all. You know what I mean? Which was which was incredible. And then you were set up for maybe mid was it mid April? You were supposed to fight April seventeenth. Yeah, April 17th against Tan Lee. That was the rumors. It's most likely true. Now, so are you dead set on on Tan Lee? Like Tan Lee's the fight no matter where it is. We're going to we're going to go I, face to face. I initially thought Gary Turner was the fight. Um and uh I was I was willing to fight anyone at the end of the day. And you know, that that contract or that fight fell through and Tan Lee was the next in line and Whoever whoever won championship deem it it be, uh, I was always going to be ready no matter what and have no excuses. But yes, um, Tan Lee was my next bout um, until that obviously the whole card crashed. Um, but to be honest, I probably won't take any other fight providing Tan Lee is um, healthy and he will be my next opponent um, providing he's not injured on his side. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty sure even if he's injured, he's going to take, He'll take the fight. The- <laughs> no one no one realistically would deny a title fight like depend doesn't matter whereabouts in the state of martial arts you are um if someone's going to offer you a title fight you really want to test yourself mm. you really want to push the champion and see where you're at mentally and physically in your career and you know what you could be at the top or you could be you know a long way away but you wouldn't know unless you you take it right and that's the same situation as what happened with me and marat gaffarov i didn't know if i was world championship material or if I had what it take unless I took this fight and I did and obviously it didn't prevail but I knew what I needed to do to get there so yeah mm. yeah well it's uh it's it's going to be a huge opportunity for for him to be able to fight for the title and when you think about him and in his style can you break it down for me a little bit uh, what do you see you know what 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 challenges you see in him yeah um man Props to him, man. He's he he he's worked his way up to the top. He hits hard. He moves. Um, he's very elusive. He moves well. <clears throat> um, he's a smart fighter in general. So it's up to it's up to me while I'm in there to figure him out and execute um my my goals on him. So we'll see. We'll go from there. Have you ever had any interactions with him? Have you have you f- went face to face, sized them up a little bit? No, not really. Um, 
from what I was told, he was he was a bit tall. So I mean, I've been fighting tall people all my life. I'm like this probably the smallest guy in this division. I have to put on muscle to make me look at least half decent. So <laughs> everyone that I've everyone literally that I face is taller than me. So I don't really care. Um, it's happened like that for my for my whole career. But um, no, we haven't really spoke. Um, I know he did an interview. Um, kind of triggered me, but it, it is what it is. Um, he's just speaking his mind that he said something along the lines that he fights. Uh, at a distance that no fighter can um, can handle, and that if he fought me, then he would he would win the, win the title guaranteed or something. Like that. That's just yeah, it just shows his um, how how naive he is. But it is what it is. He's just speaking his mind. Um, and yeah, I just can't wait to get in there and show what I'm made of. That that does that fuel the fire a little bit more? Definitely, man. Like as soon as I heard that interview, I was like, ooh, yes, bit of fire in this division. And you know what, this. The featherweight division, man, we're, we're known for like highlight real knockouts, man, for real. Um, we got we got top fighters in this division. It's like the dark horse of one championship. So I can't wait to, you know, go up against a guy who's you know been on a tear and you know spruce up this division again. He he, you know, he said them some things. Garrettonin before that, he was calling you out. Do you re- in reality do you feel like Garrettonin really deserves a title shot, or do you feel like he should beat one other guy? And in the top, you know, because the rankings come out now. We gotta talk about the rankings. Like, let's see this. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> we got um, Christian Lee at number one. Let give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, he he deserves it. He 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 took out numerous of fighters. He went up to lightweight. He won that title. Um, is he gonna make the weight? That we'll never know. He might make the weight. Is he gonna feel right? We don't know. I know for a fact that he's grown two to three inches since the last time we fought. So. Um, it, it will be harder for him to lose the weight um, for a fact. And if he's going to do it healthily, who knows? Um, but yeah, he deserves that spot, man. Um, taking nothing away from him. He's worked hard for it and good on him for winning that title and winning the um, the Grand Prix title too. Good on him. All right. Well, number two, you got Masashima, three, Tan Lee, four, uh, Yamada, and number five, Gary Tonin sits there. Do you feel like he should fight like either maybe Masashima Yamada next and earn a title shot after you take after you take on uh Tan Lee. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, that was the case because he was meant to be fighting the same night as well. I'm not sure who was who who he was fighting. Um, but I, I'm sure it was meant to be like a top ranked opponent before he fought me. So, um, April 17th was that date. I don't know who he was fighting, but he was meant to be. But um, look, in terms of does he deserve it? Yeah, he deserves it. He he's on a five fight winning streak. I had to win six five to six fights before I got my rematch with Marat. Um realistically, who has he versus? They're not top contenders, but um they're there's someone on his level and he's he's walked through them. So he deserves to fight a top contender um to, to fight me. But if if anything, his credentials in jujitsu give him the automatic title fight um initiative. So We'll see what happens, man. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure. I'm sure he really deserves it. And there's a lot of people out there that says he deserves it. Um, but it's this is mixed martial arts, man. It's not jujitsu. So um, we'll see what happens, man. A big topic lately is uh, Christian Lee versus Habib. You know, what are your thoughts on that issue of uh, him being able to beat Habib? A lot of people are saying this. Um, it's hard, man. It's hard. The the odds are really stacked against him, but. I love that man. I love the fact that um, you know, the odds are stacked against. You know, there's an underdog in this fight for a fact. 
Um, and there's a lot of people obviously talking the hype of Khabib and he deserves that hype, you know. He's obviously he's taking out was it thirty people? He's three and thirty no or twenty nine and no man. He's that's that's hard. That's hard to stay that undefeated man. And you know, if it's someone that could could do it, you know, Christian Lee is probably one of the names. Um, I say a, a few more years, Christian Lee would it would it would it would be more of an even playing ground. But um, it's it's hard to look past um Khabib man. I've doubted and you know he's proved me wrong so i'm on that bandwagon now like this guy is actually the real deal yes it's also christian lee's only 21 and it's, yeah. it's he's not even close to being as as the best christian lee we've seen so it's hard like you said it is hard to say but right now I, i'm giving my opinion man habib is like at the the top of the top of the, the mountain He's the pinnacle of his career right now. Mm-hmm. Christian Lee has still got a while to go before he hits, you know, the peak of his career. So, um, and I mean, he's much mature than, you know, any 21-year-old that I know. But um, when it comes to skill-wise, there's a lot more to learn. And, you know, it's more, I think it's more mental. He's got, he's really got the skills, but it's more mentality and, and cage time, which will make him a better, better athlete in general. And also, it seems like he's growing into his body more and more Definitely. and more, which is a Definitely. difference, right? Yeah. So the times that um, I fought him, he was obviously two and a half inches to three inches shorter. But um, you know, he—I don't think his his mentality was right then. Um, he just wanted to. You know, I don't know if he's still the same now. Um, I'm just speaking on the fact that we fought the two times before. It was more of a I want to hunt and kill, hunt and kill, hunt and kill, instead of yeah playing it out see where it goes and you know capitalizing and that's how i fight so um yeah if i'm sure in a few years or a few fights time um he'll be much more mature and much more ready to take on anyone else you know some critics are saying that you're still the lightweight champion you never lost the belts (laughs) i never lost the belt but it's not my division man i've man i've been i've been getting offered uh super fights and you know these super fights are are very very intriguing, mm-hmm. and I I honestly really want to take it. But then, in a, thinking about my health health wise mm-hmm. as well, um, and thinking about the fight itself, like why should I go up uh, seven kilos? I didn't even walk around. Like maximum I walk around is 72, 73 kilos, right? <clears throat> and that's on like a day off. Um, why would I go up to lightweight and give him that extra four kilo advantage? You know, it's just, if anything, I want the advantage. Why should I give it to my opponents? And that doesn't justify me being a warrior or, or not. I just want it to be an even playing ground, right? So if I was to go up and take a super fight, then I'll take it at like 160 or, you know, 162, 63, whatever it is. So make it at least a ball game where I know I'll be closer to that weight, but I won't be on that weight. And he would have to come down to that weight and go from there. But these super fights that I've been like – um introduced to me man it's i would just take it just for the credibility but um i want it to be an even even ball game so can you reveal the the super fights that been offered <laughs> uh, i'll reveal one man <laughs> one's shin yaoki so okay okay it seems like okay. shin yaoki want to fight everybody yeah man he's like hey he's he's really the goat of asian mixed martial arts man he's freaking he's fought all around the world he's Still fighting, he's one of the smartest fighters I know. Where he just come in and just utilize what he's good at to win a fight. 
And that's that's a very smart fight. It takes less, like the least amount of damage, unless when he get, he's in a fight where he's in the trenches. But um, usually he just comes in and just utilizes his clinch work, take you down and submit you, get the double paycheck, go home, fight again in two months. Like that's that's a that's a very smart fighter, and he's I see him as like one of the best fighters Asia's got. So um, I would love to. It'll be an honor for me to share a cage with him. So. We've been speaking for the last couple of years, and I know you that you'll fight anybody, even if you're the champion. You're like, put put the contract in front of me, let me fight, let me get paid. That's your attitude, right? And then you got a guy like uh, Henry Suhudo, he's picking his fights <laughs> as the champion. Like, what do you you know when you see that? I'm pretty sure you know you train with a lot of the UFC guys. You probably talk with them about it. What is your thoughts on that of him taking these fights and choosing and picking? Yeah, man. I guess everyone's realistically everyone's really fought for the title already in that top five whatever it is um and they, they've somewhat failed or came close to winning but they haven't won and um so for henry to to pick and choose who will have the next shot it's uh, it's i mean it's not right you just fight whoever they put in front of you but um you mean everyone has fought for the title already so he gets to choose who who will get the next shot, or yeah, the ball's in his court. He, he calls himself the king. So, um, and one and, and sorry, UFC, they they play around with that because you know it sells. You know, if he's selling tickets, then let him do whatever he wants. Really, um, if he if he's gonna perform the best, picking his fighters, then let him be at his best. So, because if, if the other guy wins, you know, it's, it's more of a downfall for for Henry. But I'm sure he's smart. He'll put on performance of his life to maintain that title. And um, the UFC will get paid for whatever he does. Right now, currently, Australia, I know that they have, like, levels of lockdown. What, what level are you guys at right now? So we're, we just, um, we've just been introduced last Friday to level one um, restriction, like level one of um, you know, recovering. So we're now allowed, before we weren't allowed any visitors to the home or we, um, if we were going to train outdoors, um, you train via, with one person only and you have the social distancing with that. Um, but now you're allowed to have um, two visitors over your home, including their their siblings. So if a family was going to come over, so mom and dad, and you're allowed three kids. Um, in terms of training outside, it's still two people with social distancing. Um, but I know that's in New South Wales, but I know for a fact in Queensland, you can train in groups of 10 now. So um, it's slowly getting there. The cases are still rising, but um, the the situation is it's it's getting lower and lower by the day. Man, Australia, New Zealand, it's just a crazy hotbed. You got yourself and, and Volkanovsky and Israel Asanya <laughs> and Dan Hooker and so many guys, man. It's just like... What's going on down there? You know what I mean? Like, how how are you guys growing up to where you guys get to this point that you guys are the best fighters in the world from such a, such a small pool, I feel like, of, of, of a people? Uh, I'm sure we, I, I'm sure I can talk about their behalf, man. Like, where we, we, we might all have similar stories, if not the same story, where we really came from nothing. We just came from um, a person with a dream to fight. And then from that fight turned into wanting to become a world champion or a really, really good fighter. So we really came from nothing and working our way from from the bottom, from the mat all the way to the top um, and earning our spots. 
So we're not given or we're not hand fed or hand spin and yeah, hand fed our opponents. We're just whatever fight is there, that's a paycheck that we need to get and nobody's stealing food off my plate. I think I think that's the mentality that we all have. Um we all have mouths to feed and um yeah, we just work hard for for what we deserve. And I think that's the that's just the the way we live, the Australian way or the Kiwi way. Um work hard for what we want and you know the hard work always pays off man yeah you're right man it's like i've talked to all of you guys and and none of you guys are like jujitsu when you were a kid or wrestling or none of that it's just like either you come from rugby or you just come from rugby. a fighting background exactly yeah man like we just, like it's it's either we either play on the streets till we haven't we've had enough we played rugby until you know our bodies can't handle it no more uh or we get sick of it and it's just it's just another it's like another toy, right? You, you're playing with a toy for so much and you get over it, you get a new toy and you're like, oh, okay, I want to play with that toy now. That's how it was for, for me. I played with rugby, rugby league. Um, it was, it was like, it was my life. I was even saying to myself, like, I can't live with that rugby, man. I love the sport so much. And I played it five, six days a week, um, training to playing on the streets. And then, um, once my body was like, I'm over these injuries. I'm over just, you know, lying down and resting while everyone else is having fun. So then, it went on to martial arts. Man, it could have went on to uh, another sport, but it just went on to martial arts. Our, our lives aligned, and, you know, here we are. All right. Well, hopefully, man, everything works out, and uh, you get back into that uh, circle real fast. Uh, I've always appreciated the time, Martin, and uh, good luck on everything, and, and, and hopefully your family stays safe and you, you stay safe. Uh, thank you so much. 